Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm fantastic, buddy. Do you need any Visine? No, I'm good. Okay. I just found that sitting on my table, and I thought uh, you might need it. You're easily distracted. That, too. Oh, yeah. there's a fingernail file. Oh, Do you need something fingernail? shiny. Oh, look, there's something shiny over there, John. <laughs> Squirrel. Look out. What is that? <laughs> well, Ray, uh, we should welcome our listeners to another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Yes, we should. We appreciate you listening. Episode 257. Could Possibly. Be. It might be. Uh, yeah, so it is, what is today, Friday? Today's Friday. And what are you doing today? December the 11th. Yeah. And uh, have we decided when we're having the Saturday morning sales meeting Christmas party? I think we ought to do it in January. Okay. I I am not opposed. Okay. What about January 1st? January, what about December 31st? Uh, okay. Well, then that would make it the New Year's party. Yeah, well, we're not going to have one of those this year. <laughs> <laughs> budget doesn't allow it, so we're going to have a it. Christmas party. Take away New Year's from John. Yeah. Do we really want to celebrate 2020? Or I guess we're celebrating the, the new the one. The new year, right? Yeah, we better cancel the Christmas party and, and have John's a new focus year's. on the new year's. Yeah, we'll double up the budget there. Hey, you know, 2020's had its, its hiccups, if you will. <laughs> Opportunities to grow. Absolutely. Uh, Learn new things about myself, like how much I appreciate social distancing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Working from home, not being around other people. How much more comfortable I am when people stay at least six feet away from me. Right. You're not shaking hands as often. Yeah. You're not looking people in the eye. Learn the elbow bump and... You don't shower as much. Greater appreciation for the fist bump. I really wish you wouldn't follow that showering rule. I don't. So, I mean, is it really... (coughs) Yes, it is. Is it really that much safer to... Push your knuckles together rather than clasp hands. Well, the thing that cracks me up is he used to shake hands, right? Right. And they said, uh, you shouldn't cough into your hand because you shake hands. Cough into your elbow. Cough into your elbow. Right. And they said, it's not really sanitary to shake hands. You ought to just bump elbows. <laughs> Before long, it's going to be coughing your kneecap or something. I don't right. Know. And then bump calves. <laughs> yeah, well, then we'll have to find something it else. Keeps you further away. Well, yeah. Uh, very little logic I feel being used in uh, in the decision making process. Oh, no, don't don't let anyone hear you say that, Ray. Uh-huh. So, you know, you're just you're anti science. Too late, too late. Uh, so we have a podcast today. Yeah, we we're, are. We're, we're talking about current right events. Current events. Um, I thought I did. Oh, here I have one for you right here. What do you got? Mom saved this for me. Uh, are you prepared? Oh, that's not it. That says uh, the. That Northgate's going to close. No. Yeah, the CBL apparently is going out of business. Bankruptcy. I mean, not out of business, but they're filing bankruptcy. Uh, oh, and here's a uh, article she gave me about a sales um, club at UTC. So that's, you know, you, you want to know about that. But here's the one I'm telling you about. Create your own song or single with Song Glorious. Song Glorious. It's an app? I guess so. Or a website at least. And apparently you get on there, you're a songwriter, and you get on there and you publish your song. And then if somebody wants it, like either they can pay you for the rights for it and it's their song now. Or if they want to download it, they can download it and listen to it. 
Okay. Something like that. I didn't read the article, but that's the headline. Right. <laughs> and then the article just talks yeah. uh, more about that. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's something that we ought to look into that. If you're, uh, whatever you're doing right now, stop the podcast <laughs> and go look up Song Glorious. God, within five minutes we've told them to <laughs> go elsewhere. Yeah. I think that's a new record. Yeah. So are you going to uh, post it Saturday morning, your I don't know. Your I jingle? Seen, I haven't read the article. I don't even know what website to go to. <laughs> Sound Glorious. Well, dot com. Of course it is. Okay. Who else would use that uh, address? I don't know, but you never know. Could be a scammer. Sound glorious. I'm gonna send my music to a scammer. Oh. Speaking well, of websites, yeah. you know, another form of a website is software. <laughs> So you, you've, you've concluded our current events, well, and you're just barreling into our topic du jour. No, I appreciate I just, that, John. Just pointing out a little factoid. Website, software, they're kind of the same thing. What's the difference? Could you tell me a difference? Which is, well, some are hosted internally. Yeah. And others are hosted externally, i.e. web hosted. That's, that's what I would say. Which they have web access, yeah. and well, they become a website. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good summary. Thank you very much. All right. Well, All right. Well, that was a good episode. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add to that. <laughs> so our, our topic today is uh, talking about the use of software. Yeah. And tools. Right. If you will. Because there's so many of them. Yeah. And we'll, we're you, inundated. I mean, we're an automotive podcast. We'll talk about the automotive industry. But yeah, there, I mean, applies to every... Right, <laughs> unless unless you're selling watermelons down by the uh, the corner there, uh, you probably have some kind of data management software. Absolutely, yes. My a good friend of mine, he worked for uh, Philip Morris for a little while. Yeah, was he a and, smoker? Uh, no. No. Oh. And uh, in their international group, and he um, said he spent ninety percent of his time filling out documents and adding data into spreadsheets yeah it was all about the numbers i think that's what a lot of people do we yeah. call them uh, pencil pushers ray <laughs> uh no but let, let's let's talk a little bit about dealership software so what's the number one software you think most people think of when they say what software do you use at your dealership Ooh, uh i would say it depends on yeah where you work yeah uh, I mean, they're they're the core group of most predominantly used CRMs. I think is the, f the first element that you think of with regard to managing the information of yeah. customer interaction all the way through to desking the deal. Yeah, I think so. Especially if you're in the sales department, right? The first thing you think of is what are we going to do to work a deal? Well, we're going to have a customer in a vehicle, right? Uh, which are normally in your CRM. Yeah, right. Try going to the desk one time without your customer in the CRM, <laughs> and you'll realize the importance of that activity very quickly. Yeah, and so just to name off a few others, I mean, we did this before the show, but let's recap for our audience. So, uh, obviously, in service parts. Uh, accounting, accounting. Yeah. we're, we're going to have a DMS, a DMS, dealership management system, uh, which we should say CRM, right? Customer relationship management software, right? CRM software, yeah. Which most people in the uh, variable operations side of the business have no idea what goes on in the DMS, 
I would think so. Yeah, I would. Do you think F and I uh, spend some time, more time in the DMS or the CRM? DMS. Yeah, I would think so too. Yeah, um, and especially I mean while we're on F and I, so you have a usually a, a credit app, right? Like right. Route One or. Uh, what's the other one? I forget. Uh, dealer track, right? Where you're submitting deals to the banks. Yep. So, so in the life of a of a car deal, let's say, or the life of a vehicle, so we're initially going to have that thing on the lot. Well, it's got to go through accounting through the DMS. Right. Then it goes out on the lot. Uh, then then we work a deal on it in the CRM. We load it in the CRM, right? Right. So the sales and sales manager, they're working in the CRM. They send it over to the F&I office. Well, he pulls it up in the DMS. Right. Has probably no details about the car deal because <laughs> that's in the CRM and Route 1. Right. So he's got to pull the approval from Route 1. Yeah. Then he's got to pull the, hopefully pull the data electronically from the CRM. Yep. If not... He's got to sit back there and type it all in again. Yeah. Right? Which many dealerships, I've seen that occur, right? It's, yeah. That's what takes so long before once the uh, the deal pack goes to the F&I manager, other than him, you know, taking a few minutes to get something to eat and drink some coffee and chat with people. But then when he finally sits down to do the deal, and then he has to load all the information. He says, yeah. I got to go load the information. That's what that is. <laughs> typing that stuff that he has in you the CRM. You got to type in the vid. You got to type in the miles. You got to type in the his, uh, Oh, my Lord. In the DMS. Yes. Yeah. So then, then uh, let's just continue on a little bit. So, all right, uh, Mr. Jones bought a vehicle, right? right? Now he leaves, and three months later, he gets a call from the BDC yeah. saying, hey, might be time for your oil change. Right. Where are they logging that call? Back in the CRM. And sometimes they have a third-party vendor where they have to log their calls, right? right? Like X-Time or some other yeah. appointment management system <clears throat> yeah, that right. is pulling from the DMS and the CRM. Yeah, yeah. So now we've got more software to oh, schedule yeah. a service appointment. Well, And we could even start before that. I mean, how did the guy even come into the dealership to buy the car? Well, it could have been some data mining tool like Auto Alert, <laughs> right. or so something this like guy's that. probably in the market. That's what uh, the manufacturer is trying to do, right. right? Is to tell the dealer, "Hey, there's a uh, 365 people in market in for your area, Tahoe yeah. right now. Yeah, why aren't you selling them one?" <laughs> <Right. laughs> so yeah, we we have those web vendors, those ad vendors, marketing vendors. We have the uh, uh, you know, all the places you would list your vehicle for sale. Jeez, uh, it can be overwhelming, right? I, I know a guy in California, he developed software that actually looks at the what vehicles off your use lot that sell the, the fastest, right? Yeah. What types of vehicles, what makes, what models. Um, and then it will see your average sale price on those where you make you know, reasonable profit over a margin that you can determine within a software. And it goes on to the independent sites like a Craigslist or uh, online newspapers or places where people are selling their vehicle. And if they can find a vehicle, if it finds a vehicle oh. on those independent sites yeah. that meets that's for sale, yeah. at, listed at a price that's within the parameters right. of what you could have in it and still make a profit, and it's one that turns very quickly on your, it will actually send them an offer on their vehicle oh, and cool. say, hey, we'd like to buy your vehicle for what you're asking. Yeah. 
I've heard about people getting these. Yeah. And I mean, it, it kind of pisses them off. You know, they're like, yeah, I'd sell it. Well, then, you know, they're talking to a computer or something, you know, right. a chat bot. Yeah, but no, when they show up, there's a check waiting for them. I mean, well, and, and again, this guy has just developed the software. Yeah. It's not commercially available that I know of. I mean, this was a few years ago, but I haven't heard that he has, uh, he's now Bill Gates. Well, no, but I've heard of similar products yeah. that do that kind of thing. And Fizbo, we used to call those, right? Yeah. For sale by owner. Right. I remember, you know, just starting in the business and, you know, what are you doing sitting around? Why, why are y'all standing out on the point? Why are you sitting around the service lounge watching the football game? Go grab some Fizbos. Right. <laughs> well, and it is. I mean, just, you know, kind of getting off topic here a little bit. What a great opportunity for a salesperson. And trust me, they've all heard that this is something they should be doing, like you said. And, and I would agree since we first started in the business so many years ago, managers were talking about that even before there was the ready access to it via yeah. the internet. But go go and, pick up the newspaper out of the service lounge and, and get here's the classifieds the, out. Here's the, uh, the great news. Nobody's <laughs> doing it. <laughs> that's true. Nobody did it then and nobody's doing it now. Everybody knows that that's something they should be doing, but nobody's doing it. So if you want an opportunity to sell a car today or make a deal with somebody today, well, yeah, go find some vehicles. If if you have no hotter leads, right. go pick up. If yeah. you're sitting there if you, on your phone playing Tetris. Going through every to-do activity in your CRM. I'm showing my age. Do people even play Tetris on their phone now? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you can. Okay. You can. <laughs> yeah. Just like you can play Pong. They're probably playing League of Legends on their phone. Or something. I don't know. Do you ever play Pong? Pong? Yeah. Uh, not really. Where you dial the little yeah, bar up and down and hit the ball as it comes across. The first Atari I got came with the little paddle that you spun. Right, right. Yeah. Those were the good old days, John. Berserk. I remember that one. Uh, oh, and we, where that led my brain here. So you call a Fizbo. Right. And you're like, hey, man, would you sell your car? Now, first of all, you're probably going to call all of them no matter what they're asking. Just to get some walk-in traffic, yeah. right? Come let me see it. Yeah. I'll make you an offer when you get here. But when they get there and you want to know what you're willing to put in it, well, you're going to use V-Auto. Right. <laughs> you're going to use <laughs> NADA, whatever. Uh, what are the other tools that uh, all I can think of right now is V-Auto. Blackbook. Yeah. But yeah, I think there are several other. Oh, uh, Mannheim, I think, has a tool, an online yeah. tool for valuing. Uh, but yeah, man... It, Software crazy. So what's a guy to do? You know, you mentioned X time for a minute for service. And, right. And uh, well, not to mention you're going to order parts from somewhere. That's another software, like usually the manufacturers. Yeah. Well, and there there's some that are, like you said, I mean, just part of the natural course. It's got to go through... What I mean, we just named four that it regularly will go through, and there's we another just named two. twelve. Yeah, but I mean one deal, right? You know, I mean parts. That's exclusive to parts. Nobody else, uh, no sales manager knows how to use the parts software. Right. I promise right. you. Right. Yeah. And and most of them don't know how to use the DMS. Yeah, I agree with that too. And and everything is becoming more user friendly, right? DMS used to be all about the green screen, right? The flashing little. <laughs> I mean, it looked like, uh, what, C-Prompt. Uh, right. You know, DOS. Yeah, DOS. 
But you arrow key down to the field you want, and right. with that orange flashing, or or you knew the F keys, yeah, like crazy, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say. So think about, I mean, what kind of strain that puts on your employees? You know, whether it's a salesperson or a service advisor or a sales manager. You know, a lot of times we hire these folks and say, hey, if you have experience being a sales manager, you know how to value cars, you know how to pump up the sales crew to, right. sell, to sell more cars. Cool, you got the job, there's your desk, Yeah. right? I think we would benefit ourselves as a dealership if we spent a little bit more time on tool, uh, on training of the tools. Well, that's what the videos are for, John. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, did, did he's got you, did those. Did you complete all your uh, your trainings there? Good. You're an expert. <laughs> he has those running in the background on mute while right. he's working five deals, right? Yeah. Because who has time to do the training? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, well, it and can the be the best like way it. to learn. I mean, we say all the time, you know. Uh, oh, I know what we say. We all say the time. repetition is the highest form of learning. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Gotcha. Uh, we also uh, say, good morning, Ray. Yeah, I say we, that a lot. We've said that a few times. But, yeah, and how do they really learn? They learn by doing. Right. Like getting in there and actually either watching somebody or muddling through, doing it wrong enough times so that they know what not to do. Right. And, yeah, that's they how have that one learn. deal that's a $6,000 loser. <laughs> because they <laughs> entered in the wrong field. Right. Oh, yeah. They don't do that again. Or, or they, they deliver one VIN number, but... Did the deal on a different VIN number? <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> Spend paperwork on the wrong VIN. On the wrong VIN. Uh, uh, and don't, normally nobody notices that until a month later when they go to sell it. Like, oh, crap. That last deal we did a month ago was right. on this truck. And then they're trying to call that guy in to recontract. <laughs> yeah. He's like, man, I've already made two payments. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'll tell you what. You refund the two yeah, payments right. I made. Let's contract it today. Oh, well. So, okay. Yeah. Fun stuff. And then what happens, right? The, the salesman gets called to the tower because the manager's not taking responsibility. <laughs> you gave me the wrong damn bed. You know what kind of problem this has caused? <laughs> it rolls downhill, John. Uh, doesn't it always? You know what they say about a, well. Snowball? I, I don't curse on this podcast. Snowball? I, I try not to curse ever. But you know what they say about a poop sandwich, Ray? What? Says if you got enough bread, you don't mind the poop. <laughs> Everybody's got to eat a poop sandwich in life, but if you got enough bread, it's not that hard. Yeah, all right. I don't know that I can concur just, with that. You just need more dough. Don't ray me. <laughs> a little more bread, Ray. So, so now that we've laid out the issue, that we have, uh, we are inundated with softwares that we have to utilize, become proficient, if not expert at, um, uh, what do we do? Yeah, I, I think that it's kind of like you said, is we get as good as we want to be. Right. You know, now, hey, I've known people that they don't want to deal with that software. They, they don't understand it. They don't know how to use it. Right. And so they just kind of delegate someone to be their guy that does that software. Right. You know? Yeah. And but I think every department has one primary software tool that they are most responsible for, right? You may have a BDC that's their primary tool is either X time or 
the CRM, possibly a, a auto alert or something like that. Right. Right. Uh, your internet department, they're looking at, especially your internet manager, is looking at how many leads did we get? What were the lead sources? How many appointment on? How many did we close? Yeah, how effective your, are we with this lead right, source? Yeah. Your, uh, your F&I people are, are pulling out of the CRM and entering into the DMS and trying to do a deal. Also, the that, That's the silliest pulls. part right there, I think. I don't think that there is an immediate answer to get rid of CRMs because they do so much. They're right. so powerful right. when it comes to creating business. Yeah. I love that. But I think there has got to be good integration between your CRM and your DMS. They have to be able to talk to each other. Yeah. Because, yeah. And, I, how, and for years and years, they, there has not even been that capability. Yeah. And now, I think most of the CRM companies are getting into the DMS world if they're not already in it. They certainly want to make their software where it can speak back and forth, where you can simply click a button and load the deal from right. one to the other. Um, I think. Well, I mean, you've got Reynolds ADP, which is now CDK, right? And uh, I don't, um, there are others, Dominion, and uh, another one, Auto something, Auto software, right. Dealer sure. Track. Is it DMS? Yeah, I guess they do have a DMS function. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a big one. But, uh, yeah, I think that they're moving away from that old, you know, the the screen like you're talking kind of about service, the right. DOS screen. I mean, a lot of them, they still had a Windows environment, but it was put a number in this field, put a number in this field. Oh, yeah. I think they're getting more intuitive, well, and they're going cloud-based versus server-based right. in the dealer. Right. Well, and I, I remember when uh, there was an external, uh, additional sales tool um, that would not conform or would not speak to the CRM. Okay, so they had this this third party uh, data mining, right. you know, trying to find deals within your own database. But it, it was one CRM, and so they said, hey, you know, I mean, we, these two have to talk. Well, they went to the CRM company and said, we need to be able to pull. They said, well, they're not, not a trusted vendor. <laughs> so we, we will not share our information with them because they're not a trusted vendor. Mm. Go back to the, that, that other software and said, hey, why can't you talk to my CRM? And they said, ultimately, because they want us to pay $350,000 to be a trusted vendor, right? And we haven't worked out the deal with them yet. So we're, yeah, they're one yeah. that we're not a trusted vendor for. Well, there's that, so, but I mean, you think about the, if there was any kind of scandal where, you know, say a Venn Solutions or something like that, and E-Leads had a dealer's data get hacked. Right. They can't take that chance just because some small little startup says, hey, we'd like access to that data. Well, this was data. far beyond a small startup, uh, the yeah. example that I was well, giving. But, in, but I'll tell you what a lot of dealers do is just give that third-party vendor a login. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can log in remotely, right. and then it's on the dealer. That's got yeah. nothing to do with, right. the, with the CRM. Right. And I'm sure there's legal ways to work around that where you, you know, yeah. Do not hold accountable any of the parties. Still, just from a publicity standpoint. Right. But uh yeah, man, I think I think it's it's only gonna get more 
hopefully it'll come together in a more coherent mass. Yeah. But software is only going to get more and more integrated into the way we do business in the auto industry and mm-hmm. in other industries. I mean, I know service departments now they're and techs are carrying around tablets. You know, they're scanning the VIN there. They're taking pictures of uh, damage or wear that they see. Yeah, most dealerships I go into now, yeah, they, they load the trade by scanning the VIN. Right. Nobody right. types it in anymore. Now, in the old days, we did that on our phone with a V-Auto app. I did uh, it with the camera on my phone <laughs> when I took a picture of it so that I could lay my, my phone next to my computer <laughs> yeah, right. and type in what I'm seeing before the screen went black. I did it with a Polaroid <laughs> when the VINs were only six digits long. Did it with your big stone tablet <laughs> yeah. and your sharp rock. Uh, yeah, but... Um, yeah, but, I mean, people carrying around tablets. And, and I've known dealers that, you know, are issuing mobile devices to yeah. their entire staff, you know, that needs them. Oh, yeah. And that's a big expense. But, man, if it speeds up the process and makes your customers happier right. and you're selling more cars and more well, ROs and, and making more money. if you talk money, to any of the software vendors, every one of them will make your customers happier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of them. Yeah, just ask. 100%. That's the first thing they say. <laughs> your customers are going to love this. And how about the, the new ones now, the newer ones? I guess they've been out for a little while where you're uh, GPSing all your vehicles so you can see exactly where it is on the lot. Yeah. You can pull in that data and when it was started last and is the battery still charged? And, Man, is that not interesting? Oh, my God. But it's one more software tool that has to integrate. Right, right. So, but I, so getting back to the specifics of how can all of this that we've discussed actually impact the individuals like for a salesperson i think we were able to because we took the time to really understand what all the crm could do there are so many functionalities within it mm-hmm. that you know you go well here's all i use i know how to enter somebody in i know how to enter the trade but i mean god all the information we could find by going in i mean how many dealerships have you walked into and sat down on their CRM and go, well, I see this. And they say, well, where did you see that? Yeah, right. <laughs> How did you get to that screen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look it, at this it, report. Where did that report come from? It came from your CRM. My, it, my CRM, did you do that? Yeah, and, and we're using nine right. at a time. They're using one, the one that they use all the time. Right. We're traveling around using nine of them. Uh, yeah, man, so I, I think it's... Uh, you were served well to better understand all the capabilities of the software and technology and tools that are at your disposal. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I could say it for you. And and yeah, I think if you if you take that initiative, that responsibility, that you know, it's not anybody else's job to teach you how to use i mean it, it kind of is yeah, right. but but you know if they teach you the basics and you can log a customer that's not where it ends right learn how to pull your own customers learn how to pull the other salesman's customers and reassign them in your name right put yourself on the back end of a deal learn how to make it look like you did all your tasks even though you haven't so nobody can say john you've got 287 tasks undone. <laughs> Well, the uh, knowledge is power, Ray. It is. The more you know. The more you know. All right. Well, I think this is a good stopping point. I appreciate uh, you allowing me to pick this discussion today. Yeah. It It wasn't about feelings and how you're sitting and how. No. 
psychology uh, works. It's about damn software, right? Uh, damn, <laughs> punch them buttons and make it sing. We're talking about selling more cars, right? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I gotta love it. Well, happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you. uh, And uh, have fun at the Christmas party. Thank you very much. And uh, we appreciate everyone listening. And we hope you'll listen again. like to learn more about John and Ray, visit our website, SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com, where you can also listen to additional episodes or read articles we've written. Or email us directly, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. We'd love to hear show ideas, comments, feedback. What about dealers and sales managers, Ray? If you're a dealer or manager who would like more information on our sales training, BDC training, new hire training, or process evaluation and improvement, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. And don't forget about the total dealership assessment, Ray. That's where we come in, evaluate the sales process, look at the lead flow. I mean, if you've got leads that you're not handling properly, we can help. And we can help both on the variable and fixed operation sides of the dealership. Right, and these are immediate action items that you can put in place tomorrow to sell more cars or write more ROs. Right, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. That's info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.